You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 223 for January 11th, 2019. This week, we talk about Marie Kondo, the government shutdown, cassette tapes, noise pollution, picky eaters, and our drag race update. So stick around for the show. Whoop, whoop. One, two, three, clap. Uh, we're alive. It's 2019 we're live. still. We're I don't know any words that rhyme with live. We're live, we're beehives, and we're ready to jive. Okay, sure. Sure, Jan. How are sure. you? Um, I'm good. I'm just hanging out. Uh, we were going to record yesterday, but there was a beehive or something um, outside of my window. Every like week or so, it's like a random day in my apartment complex. I thought it was a guy with a leaf blower, but it's like there's no leaves because it's winter, you know? So that didn't really make sense. But apparently, uh, we looked outside yesterday and it's like someone like scraping the snow or ice off of our walkway and it's super super loud so right before we were about to record yesterday um he just started right up and it sounded like i was in a jet engine that was crashing into the fucking ground so we couldn't record so we postponed it for a night so apologies is it it's all electric or something what because i heard it when right before we were gonna record yesterday it, it sounded like it was like a diesel engine or something because it was like it was yeah, so like incredibly loud it, it sounded like it was right outside my window it was two stories down and like a ways away from me so it's it's super loud because it sounded you know honey, it was a lot to handle hook that up to your hook that up to your vibrator oh honey honey, honey. vibrate all your insides out to your outsides you know what if it, it like turns you into jelly Ugh, honestly, I'm ready. Oh, it like I feel liquefies like, you on the inside. It's like the Photoshop liquefy tool, only it's not like that. Oh, at honey. All. My chin, honey, loves that tool, honey. <laughs> Disney honey. Horse One, honey. Disney Horse One, honey. Not anymore, honey. Um, speaking of honey, uh, Piggy's been a hot mess lately, allegedly. And there's, there's oh peanut my God. butter all over your apartment. You, peanut butter well, in yeah. your apartment is the same as dried macaroni and cheese in my apartment. Oh know? my God, it might just be. Mm -hmm. He's been, it's always something new with Piggy, but it all goes back to his allergies. Like, and that's what we're working on. Uh, He started the shots at home, the allergy shots. I got approved to do them at home. Mm -hmm. So I've done the last two. Nurse uh, bird song. They go totally fine. Yep. Bet bird song, bork song right here. Uh, Totally fine. But they make him super, like super itchy for the day. And we're not going to see results and probably until like March, maybe April. Mm. Uh, You just have to be be consistent with it. Right. He's developed some hot spots from itching on his skin. So I love a hot spot. What's a hot spot? What does that mean? Just like places that he scratches? Places he's scratched into like a wound. Oh, God. So, yeah. And, um... He wears the cone all the time, so he can't do that to his face. Like, mm. otherwise, he would always have an eye infection or an ear infection. Uh, but we can't really, you know, just, like, encapsulate his whole body in right, a bubble. Right, exactly. Bubble dog. Uh, right. So, um, we, uh, I've been having to take care of that. And now he's gotten super picky with his food. So he I've is been the having most high-maintenance uh, pup I think I've ever heard of in my entire he life. He really is. Like, it is a full-time stay-at-home dad job. To take care of Piggy these days. Uh, you know. So I had to put his tough. food in the um, food processor. And D- then he, I mix it with just... hot dog water. 
And then I also do with peanut butter sometimes. I know. I have to, like, change it up. He keeps me on my toes. He won't eat the same thing twice. So I'm researching, and he gets expensive-ass dog food. Okay? Like, this isn't some cheap shit that tastes like horse shit. You know? Like, this is good shit. I'm sure you've tasted it. Oh, my God. I have tasted one of his treats. They are delicious, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, um, we've tried, like, several different kinds of dog food. We've tried all the different kinds of meats. It's just the same thing. He just doesn't like dry dog food. So, you know, I'm mixing it with like hot dog water. I'm mixing it with peanut butter. And today I've spent the day researching. They have seasonings for dog food. What? Yeah, it comes in like a little salt and pepper looking thing. Oh, my God. You can put seasoning on it. And I'm researching. I ordered some samples of wet dog food because every time we buy piggy dog food, he loves it for like four days and then he's over it. Uh, sounds like so, his dad. Sounds like he goes through phases. Like, I don't know, maybe you oh should give him God. yogurt. I wonder how long he would last. I love yogurt. <laughs> I love yogurt. Maybe, it's I feel like so if you good. gave Piggy yogurt, he'd probably die. Is that a thing that dogs yeah. can't eat? Well, I think most dogs are lactose intolerant. So, like, technically, you can give them, like, a small piece of cheese, but I don't think their body really digests it. Mm. I maybe uh, just be talking to my ass, relate. but I don't. I think they're lactose intolerant. Um. So, question: Why the fuck do you have to like puree his food? Does he just refuse to chew? Like I don't what? Know. He. So here's what I've had to do the last couple days. This is just the most recent in a string of a string of me trying to get him to eat for the entire first year over first year of his life. You're just, you're just um, trying to keep him alive for Christ's I, sake. It is he, so hard just to keep him alive. He I've does not want to be on this earth, Joseph. Listen, I am chaining him to <laughs> morality for now. Okay, honey. You're like, he, if, honey, if daddy has to stay alive, so do you. He is the best snuggler, though. He's so sweet. He but, only snuggles me, though. He doesn't snuggle Justin. Wow. So, uh, I, I guess we know who his favorite is. I guess. But I, I, yeah, food processed it. I boiled some hot dogs, saved the water, mixed water into it so it makes it like a paste. Sometimes I do that with the peanut butter instead. Then I put like a sprinkling of his favorite treat on top of it. Then I have to sit on the floor and like give it to him. Like oh my God. handful by handful. I don't know. So it's like, a mess. Like I have to physically clean up everything after I'm done feeding him. I I can't imagine. I just don't know if I could deal with that with a pet. I don't know if I could do it, honestly. It's I don't know how it. you do it. I mean, it's only like twice a day, so it's not it, that big of a deal. But I mean, it's I would it's be too much. so less stressed out. And if he doesn't eat, the reason why like I have to make sure he eats is he gets indigestion if he doesn't eat. And so he'll mm. throw up next time he eats. Oh my god. What a pup. I know. I know. I know. Well, Anywho. thanks for uh, keeping him alive, you know, even yeah. though he's just begging for death, apparently. Ugh, what a sure. poor dog. What are your... So, I know you give Piggy peanut butter, and you told me before we started recording the podcast that you switched... That Justin switched peanut butter brands, and the peanut butter you're giving him now has the consistency of diarrhea. Um, I... I, I don't know if I, I've probably talked about this before, but I hated peanut butter as a child. I absolutely hated it. I hated anything with peanuts in it. I don't know what it was, but I was one of those bitches that hated peanuts and peanut butter so much that I would tell people that I had a peanut allergy, even though I didn't. So people wouldn't just like question me. They'd be like, oh, okay, we can't give him peanuts. Like they, instead of being like, oh, he doesn't like peanuts. Why don't you like peanuts? And then confront me into a corner and then I cry. Um, did you ever Jesus have a food like Christ. that? Christ. No. I was, okay. if I hated something, I slapped <laughs> it away from me. I sh- shooed it away from me, honey. I grew up eating like probably the same four foods. 
because I didn't branch out until I was like 25. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But I know I never told anyone I was allergic to something, something that's serious and could kill people. I mean, it just wouldn't kill me. I just lied about it. I just, I wanted to die from it and I didn't. I don't know what my what? thought process was. Peanut butter? Well, what, do you like it now? Well, okay. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think I would ever, I've never eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my entire life. I don't like it. I call like, bullshit. I'm calling your mom after this podcast. I mean, do it, honestly, because like they tried to feed them to me as a child. I would not have it. I don't know what it was, if it was like a consistency thing. I don't think I would enjoy it as an adult. It's not one of those things that I'm reaching out for. But like peanut sauces, like I've, I've grown into loving roasted peanuts. I use peanut butter in cooking a lot. Like I made like some Thai peanut noodles the other night and it was delicious. I was, I was like, it's not that big of a peanut butter is delicious but it's like i don't think i would ever eat peanut butter like on a spoon or in a sandwich form but i would use it as an ingredient and i love what about like, peanut no bake, flavored things no bake cookies oh yeah no bake cookies are really good i like those a lot but i was like so there's this this reminds me of um great british bake-off oh there's oh. this one episode where um one of the contestants is making their their flavors are peanut butter and grape jelly. Did I already rant to you about this? No, but I'm ready. I'm I'm my butt so, is securely planted. Peanut butter and grape jelly, the two most classic flavor combinations in the history of America. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like the most American flavors you can think of, besides mm-hmm. like hot dogs or hamburgers or besides popcorn. hot dog water. Right. It, besides hot dog water. <laughs> uh and Paul Hollywood is like I don't know how that's gonna taste. That's more Australian <laughs> than British. Yeah, yeah, he's but, way uh, across the pond over there. He's like, he's like betting it's gonna be awful and like saying it's totally out of left field. And I was like, what the fuck? So I want to know if British people do you not grow up eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or peanut I don't butter think and they grape do. jelly? I don't think they do. I, can, I have no time for it. But if okay. you but if, if you if you just take like five seconds to think about it, like if as someone like I think it's a weird combination, but I, it's more of a texture thing than a flavor thing. I think the flavor is totally fine. It's just like too mushy or something anyways. But like peanut butter, it's a nut. Nuts and fruits go together really well. So like, of course, grape jelly and peanuts are going to go well together because it's like fruits and nuts. Like it's a classic well, then he had it and he loved it. And I what wanted a fucking to slap surprise. Him, which I want to slap him in most episodes anyway. But I, I mean, think everybody does. I mean, that's that's Paul what Hollywood. What are we talking about? You, right? I don't know. Peanut pe- peanuts. Is there? You know what I hate? Kale. Uh, I mean, I've never. I was, okay. Let me tell you a story about me and kale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keenan and I kale. knew about kale before it got popular. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Honey, I am OG kale. I mm-hmm. grew kale in college. Oh, my God. Okay? Organic kale. Thank you very much. I took organic gardening. That was one of the things we grew. Mm-hmm. And I've probably told this story a million times, but someone made kale lasagna with it. No meat kale lasagna. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, and now every time I go to like sweet green or whatever, and they're like, what kind of leaves do you want? I say, if that kale touches my salad, <laughs> you will be fired. Not in front of my salad. Not in front of my salad. <laughs> um, I've never cooked with kale. Let me know. No, I have. I've cooked with kale like a couple of times, but I don't, I, it wasn't, it, it was like I was cooking with someone else. I've never bought kale myself and cooked with it because it seems like a high maintenance vegetable. It's like you have to massage it. You have to tell it a bedtime story. What? You know, you have to give it your credit the card fuck? information. Are you 
talking about? <laughs> Are we talking about the vegetable? Not the vegetable, not the kale you met on Grinder. <laughs> oh my god, don't get me started. Kale is a name now. There are all of these kids, like teenagers and young adults named, named Kale. Kale. Who were I'm named na- Kale before the vegetable was like a hipster thing. I'm gonna name my son Carrot. Okay. Honey. Okay. All right. I'm just going to. Good luck finding someone. I'm not even going to touch that. Good luck. I'm just going to let you do it, honey. A kale lasagna doesn't make any sense because, like, it would just be so chewy and, like, oh, God. It was fucking awful. It was absolutely awful. To this day, I remember that kale salad. That was 10 years ago. Wow. And it still burned into your retinas. Oh, my God. 2006, 2007. Oh, my God. That probably was a decade ago. Let's not think about it before you have another existential crisis live on air. That's really the only, like, food that I'm adamantly against. I think everyone just likes saying the word kale. I feel like people like kale for the sake of, like, everyone else liking kale. So you don't want to, like, miss out. Don't get me started on quinoa and how it's quinoa. I've I've heard uh, there was an old woman. I saw an old woman on YouTube who was cooking and she called it quinoa. And I about (laughs) shit my pants. I I I called it quinoa until like last year. Oh, honey. Oh, Who the fuck? Don't get me started on all of these things that are suddenly supposed to be like staples in our lives. Quinoa looks like tiny, tiny miniature condoms when you cook them. What? Yeah. Do they stretch out? Hold on. (laughs) I don't even know how to spell it. I just typed Q and then every vowel and it came up. Okay. N-O-A? Yeah, that's actually it. But yeah, it just, I I like it. And I like it on like my falafel shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But don't say it to me. And don't spell it, you know? Just don't, I don't want to hear yeah. about it. <laughs> How, okay, first of all, what kind of condoms are you buying? Because this is a circle. And <laughs> <laughs> condoms are circles? It's not a sphere you put on your dick. No, okay? no, 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 hold on. Look, if your at, dick... Uh, is a perfect sphere. Are you talking about your balls? Oh, God, Joseph. Here, <laughs> look at this. At this okay, picture of okay. quinoa. Like when they're okay, cooked. Like, because like the outside of the quinoa looks like the outside of a condom. And then like the inside is like more translucent. Do you get where I'm going here? No. Okay, I, could, I can see it. Okay. I can see these curly like outsides. All right, like an unrolled condom. Yeah, yeah, unrolled, unrolled, totally unrolled, yeah. Okay. Like when you get it fresh out of a package, you know? I haven't seen a condom right. in years. <laughs> stop putting condoms on your balls. <laughs> stop stop <laughs> eating your condoms, Sam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe that's why I don't like don't like quinoa. I didn't know the Trojan made quinoa. They don't. Um I I, I don't th- I've cooked with quinoa a couple times. I don't know. I just I'd rather make rice. It's easier. And you don't have to like rinse it as much and it's not nearly as bitter. Anyways, yeah. is there where I was going with this is is there oh, this a, was going somewhere? Honey, Continue. I make I I am steering this train back in some sort of direction <laughs> before Continue. it crashes into the fucking cliff. Um, Please do. Where I think I was going with this is so peanut butter for me is one of those things where when I was a kid I thought I would never like and then I ended up liking it in a completely different context. Um but relatively ended up liking it more as an adult. Is there a specific food that as a child was revolting to you and then you grew up and you were like, oh, I actually like this. Or is that just like every food that you've ever eaten? I was so picky. I don't think I I didn't taste anything. Um, What were the four foods that you did eat as a child? It's probably like mac and cheese, peanut butter and jelly, moon pies. Moon pie. 
uh, Star Star Crunch. Do you remember Star Crunch? What is that? Star oh, Crunch. Star Crunch is a little Debbie. Oh, it's a, a little yeah, Debbie yeah, yeah, rice yeah. and chocolate cake. Yeah, thing. okay, I'm looking it up. Star Crunch. Yeah, wow, I, I definitely have had these. I just didn't know they were called Star Crunches. Honey, if you name any little Debbie, I will know exactly what it is. A little Dorby. A little Dorby. Um, what a balanced diet you had as a child. But so. salad. I would never touch salad as a kid, but I love salad. But only with romaine. Obviously not with the kale, but with romaine lettuce or iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. So it has to have no flavor, and then you just put dressing on it? <laughs> it has to taste like Caesar dressing. Ooh, okay? I love a good Caesar. Let me tell you. Justin went to do the grocery shopping because the grocery shopping because I was having a panic attack the other day. I mean, and isn't that every day nowadays? Honey. And he bought me some Caesar dressing in a glass bottle. Ooh, was it like the what's the Caesar dressing? Like the the Cardine Cardine nose or cart or whatever. I don't have any idea what you're trying to say. But I didn't even <laughs> know that salad dressings came in anything other than cheap plastic bottles. Oh honey, you got the fancy shit this time. I know, and it's good. It's good. Do you are you freaked out with like with salad dressings like Caesar dressing that has like one of the ingredients is anchovies? Eggs. Does that does oh. that does that freak you out at all? No, I figure if they're like like I don't have anything against anchovies. I don't like it when they're like people just pop them in their mouth, you know. Yeah, like that's my problem. It's like it freaks me out like whole anchovies. Like if it's pulverized and in something and gives it flavor, and I could, I you, I could totally not tell that there were anchovies in there. Then I, I'm totally fine with it. But if it's like did you chunks know? of anchovies, then I think that's when I have a problem. No, I think they have to like jellify their bones in order for Ooh. you to like eat them. Like they like soak them for so long, they're just like skin. The and, bones like dissolve or yeah. like, turn into something. But delicious. there's a really good recipe out there for deviled eggs using Caesar dressing instead of mayonnaise. Ooh. Just so you know, JSYK. Well, may I might have to uh, look at that recipe because mayonnaise freaks me out. I've talked about this before. I have an aversion yeah, to mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm not a fan of mayonnaise at all. It's like sometimes I make my own mayonnaise and then I'm fine. But like if it comes in like the Hellman's honey, glass jar. I don't want to know about you making your own mayonnaise, honey. Honey, oh honey, honey. I can make my ma- own mayonnaise on the spot, honey. Anywho, Anyways, are we done that, with food? I mean, honey, I'm going to start be... talking about fish and milk if this goes <laughs> any longer. OK, do you have a cheese of the week? Uh, cheddar. Moving on. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the default answer for every week now. It's I did fucking get, cheddar. I ate all of my black diamond five year cheddar and then I had to get some Tillamook. Is that what it's Ooh, called? I love a good. It's Tillamook. OK. It's nice and sharp. I don't know how aged it is, honey, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your cheddar. Did your did you poop after you ate all that cheddar, or were you stuffed up? Uh, I've been pooping. Okay. Okay. Well, I just had to just had to check. All right. Let me ask you a question. That's not about food. Uh, finally. Okay. Okay. So, do you own any vinyls? Um, I'm not a vinyl person. I've never had like a record player. My my parents did, but it was like an old record player from like the actual 70s. It wasn't like a new hipster thing. Um, they had some vinyls, but I never got into collecting vinyls or having a record player. What about you? I don't either. I don't own any personally. Justin has like a whole bookshelf full of them and we do have a record player. Ooh. Um, I think we've listened to it maybe twice maybe three times and it's but for like, like jazz albums and it's fun mm-hmm. but makes you feel fancy yeah and apparently 
Uh, albums. This is a Verge article, obvi. Mm-hmm. Uh, albums sold on vinyl and cassette both saw double-digit sales growth in the U.S. last year. What? Uh, vinyl grew just a little bit to 9.7 million. Uh, cassettes sales grew almost 19% to 118,200 in the Jesus U.S. Jesus Christ. Why are, I would rather people buy more vinyls than cassettes. Cassettes were awful. I don't understand why they're coming back, but they for sure are because I went in Urban Outfitters. Let me tell you, that's Uh-oh. where teens get culture these days. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. had a whole section of cassettes. And I grew up at the end of cassettes. Like mm-hmm. CDs were coming out when I started getting into music. Mm-hmm. And nobody like was sad to see cassettes go because they were shitty. They broke. The music quality was garbage. You can't skip around. It's not good. Yeah. Well, and it's the because thing- the 90s are like coming back like full <sighs> force. But like we don't need cassettes like uh, leave those in the 90s. Oh, my God. No. And like the same thing with I don't think anything needs to be physical. Like CDs right. are still like the most popular uh, physical format, I think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Best Buy doesn't even stock CDs anymore. Right. Does Walmart even I, the, the electronics department at Walmart's like a it's like a war zone now. I don't even, I haven't been yeah, there in I years. Yeah, I haven't been to a Walmart in years. That's weird. Uh, I guess Best Buy does, like, some <coughs> of them still have CD sections, but some of them, they're, like, increasingly refusing to stock CDs. Mm. Uh, and it's because everything's digital. It's the digital just dream. Have it everywhere. I just think, okay, I think vinyls Uh-oh. are very Amelie, and I'm okay with that because it is very <laughs> Amelie. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, I support things being Amelie-esque. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine owning an album only on vinyl and not also having like a digital version of it as well. Right, right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Because like, when are you going to sit down and like listen to a vinyl record, pick out the songs you like, and then like try to fucking skip around and find them? You know what I mean? Who has the time? You know, you're too busy blending up your dog's food with hot dog water to sit down and skip around in your fucking vinyl. See, you know, there's you're busy. People are busy. No time. There's no time. Anyway, I just hate it. Well, okay, here's here's the thing. I understand, like, here's, uh, what am I trying to say? You um, have probably vinyls. Probably you hate it, too. Well, oh. yes. I'll, yes, that is the uh, the end of that. But you have vinyls that have been around, you know, since the 70s that you can still play and can sound pretty decent. Name one person that has a cassette from, like, the 80s that still works. Like, cassettes? My sister. No way. There's no oh my, fucking way. Well, it's way. because my sister, well, not from the 80s, but from the 90s, because she was oh, born okay. in 85. Yeah. But do you remember the Macarena? Uh, honey, who doesn't? Honey, we have the Macarena tape. And she's, I'm sure she listens to it on a daily basis. That just honey, sounds like your sister. The B-side to the Macarena tape was the best song, the best sleeper that you have ever slept on, honey. Wow, honey. It's in the mattress. entire 90s. It was the best song ever made. Well, I will Can you have feel to uh, it research. In the air, in the air. Can you feel it? It's everywhere. What? What's everywhere? What is it? I don't know. I don't know who sang Mustard it. Mustard gas? Don't know. Uh, I don't think that was happening in the 90s. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. 
I guess where I'm where I'm trying to go here is that cassettes degrade so quickly compared to vinyl. So I'm like, I understand that like vinyl lasts a long time. It's the same thing of like VHS tapes degrade way more quickly than CDs or DVDs. And so CDs and DVDs are going to be around there. They have a longer shelf life, like in, in terms of something that has physical tape. Hey, vinyl even degrades a winding. lot. Like, yeah, you gotta replace your needle. Your mm-hmm. needle destroys the record a little bit every time it plays it, you know? But I feel like that, that vinyl lasts longer than cassettes, right? Like, they both still degrade, but I feel like cassettes I, I would assume more. so. Yeah. I would think, but I don't know for sure. I just I just imagine some asshole buying a you know the a, a cassette from Urban Outfitters for forty five dollars, and they get to play it like three times before it breaks. You know, you can't even buy cassette players. Like, yeah, what like, are they going to do? Mean, you could probably you buy know? a cassette player at Urban Outfitters with your cassette. Oh, you probably bought. they're like. 10 times more expensive than they used to be too. It's ridiculous. Well, it's cuz it's the it's it's the nostalgia tax, you know? I think what pisses me off about it is like a lot of people buy vinyl kind of of their favorite albums to have like a collector's item. Like there's a vinyl Stardew Valley that I wouldn't mind having. I can That'd actually see me putting that on for like ambient music. Mm-hmm. But I also already have it downloaded on my Google Music, you know. Yeah. But it takes up physical space and mm. I am anti taking up physical space so there's like a whole bookshelf shelf you're having a maria kondo use. moment where you're like does this bring oh me God. joy i love marie kondo i mean i wish i, I love her condo justin's not allowed to watch it anymore though he made fun of it uh-oh yeah he um i he guess started it doesn't bring asking him joy. me well he is a little bit more of a hoarder i enjoy tidying up and throwing things away and justin's doesn't do that as much as i do Mm-hmm. I kind of do it to an extreme. And he started asking me if things sparked joy to me. And I said, you're not allowed to watch it anymore with me. <laughs> I watch it alone. You're not allowed to be in here. <laughs> I'm locking myself in our room and you cannot watch. You have to put earplugs in. You will not partake in this. Have you been watching it? I love I, it. I haven't. I haven't watched it. I've seen memes of it online. But I honestly wholeheartedly support it. Um, But I need someone to help me go through my digital life. Because I am not a physical hoarder. I am a digital hoarder. I have like hard drives and like old files and a bunch of shit that I just keep around. And I just like I I have a bunch of digital space that I'm taking up on like my server. And like I just refuse to go through it all because I'm like, I might need it one day. I might need to look back at this old picture that I found on the Internet one day. I have to keep it around. Like that's my problem. Physical space, however, like I could live in an actual cardboard box with nothing as long as I have my computer like that. That's where I am, but I need a, a Marie Kondo for my fucking digital life, man, because I need to sort that shit out. Very interesting. You know? I've been trying to keep my like probably once every two months I go through and I clean up all the old shitty files on my desktop because that's kind of where everything gets dumped, you know, mm-hmm. Um but I am definitely not as much of a digital hoarder as I used to be. Oh, that's I've got be so some nice. things. I do have some old hard drives that I would like to get the pictures off of to like put them on my Google photos. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't have much. When I moved from Chicago to DC, it was like barely enough to fill a van of this wow. thing that I like owned myself. Yeah, I just I I've always hated having possessions. And usually once or twice a year, I go through everything I own and I like throw away half of it or donate it, obviously. Well, the but, thing is, if, if I went through a phase where I was moving around the country like every other year, I would hate having physical stuff, too, because you have to move all that shit all the time. So I feel like it force you to downsize. I think it's partially because my parents are like semi hoarders. 
Like, not the mm. hoarders. Our house is super tidy, but then you go in the garage and, like, it's a two-car garage and they've only just been able to put one car in there in, like, the past two years. Like, oh. Yeah, There's it's, clutter. like, boxes of... And it's, like, all stuff me and my sister are going to have to one day deal with, you know. It's mm-hmm. just... It's just junk. A lot of mm-hmm. it is just stuff that will never be looked at. Yeah. And it's like scares me to be weighed down with like possessions. Interesting. It's like a fear. And so I love Marie Kondo. She's like my new Jesus. So it's like you feel lighter with less stuff around you. I do. Like my mind feels lighter. My body feels lighter. Interesting. I just feel free. So explain to me what, because like I don't know much about her. But, like, explain to me her philosophy a little bit since you've been watching her. So, uh, she's got, like, five steps. I want to buy her book so I, like, know more about them. Because she doesn't, obviously, she's not going to give it all away in the show because she wants you to buy the book. Oh, yeah. And this um, show's on Netflix, by the way, if anyone hasn't seen it. Show's on Netflix. It's called Tidying Up. She uh, kind of helps people realize what they actually want or need in their house Mm-hmm. And then shows them how to organize it. Okay. So she does lots of things with boxes. She has this very like specific way of folding your clothes to put in mm. your drawer that I'm really into. Mm. Uh, so that like you can see everything that's in the drawer. Uh, and okay. she's got like good organization methods. There's like one episode where she's uh, helping them organize their kitchen. But like the first thing she always does with them is with their clothes. She makes them take all the clothing items they own and put them in one big pile and go through them one by one and hold it. And if it sparks joy for you, you keep it. Interesting. So what like but if it doesn't expl- spark joy, it's, it's explain done. like what is what is sparking joy? Like what am I supposed well, gotta, to feel when I'm like holding a piece of clothing that I like? Oh my god, do you hear that? What is is that a helicopter? They're installing the like Fios, the like Verizon Fios or whatever in the basement below us. Well, you know, well, we're just gonna have to know. deal with it. Anywho, uh, what was the question? Oh, oh. sparking joy. Yeah, sparking joy. What does that even mean? So, sorry. It's something that you have to, like, get in tune with, Mm -hmm. too. It's something that, like, um, you have to just start doing it, and then over time, your sense for what makes you happy and what brings you joy will come to you. Okay. (laughs) I hate this so much. I'm gonna, like, fucking... (laughs) This this saw is not sparking joy. This sound... It's not sparking joy, but you know what will be sparking joy for me later is gigabit internet. So yeah, so that's that's what's I'm happening. Dealing apparently. with it for now. It literally sounds like someone has like a chain fart downstairs. I mean, maybe okay. it's it's Jason Voorhees. Do you hear this? Is this? Yeah, this is gonna be just this is ASMR. Okay, <laughs> that's just what this is gonna have to be for you. I'm a, I apologize that uh, my life is in shambles. Well, the thing is, is like it was either you know someone with a diesel engine outside of my window yesterday, or Joe dealing with someone sawing his basement in half today. So it's like that's true. Either or, you're gonna get something. So maybe it's done. Maybe that was it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Anyways, so I maybe I should check this out. What's the show called on Netflix? Tidying up with Marie Kondo. Okay, well, she is the sweetest, happiest. She looks adorable. I've ever seen. Uh, she it's really cool too because um, so she speaks a little bit of English, but she'll bring like a translator with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, who like kind of helps translate some of. Do you hear this outside the fucking window now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you like know? a god. Someone's ringing like a goddamn uh, dinner bell. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. for Piggy, you know. I don't know. And now he thinks it is for him. 
He didn't even want his dinner. Ugh, okay. Okay. What a mess. Honey. Anywho, Marie Kondo tidying up. Just, just move past this moment in my life. <laughs> is this moment bringing to, you joy? This moment is the opposite of bringing me joy. Um, someone on the on on Twitter tweeted the other day, and they just tweeted, "This president does not give me joy. Does not spark joy. <laughs> or, or yeah, does not spark, spark joy. joy, honey. Tidy him up. Tidy him out, honey. Honey, it's put so him weird. Away. What's really weird is that so like. I've never, living in Arkansas, whenever the government shut down before, which I can remember like maybe two times in my life it's done this. Um, I swear to fucking God. I, I'm being tested today. Someone upstairs is testing me, honey. Okay? Jesus is testing. Oh, wow. Hello. It's me, Sam from the future. I was uh, just editing the podcast for this week at 1.30 in the morning because don't don't judge me. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that the reason why Joe kind of sounds like he lives in a tin can is because that I uh, tried to cut out as much of the drilling noises as possible for the listener's sake. So let me just give you like an unfiltered um, sample of what was actually happening outside Joe's apartment. Are we going to leave this in? I don't know what to do. Okay. Should I just... Okay. 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 So, yeah, that was happening for, like, the last 25, 20, 25 minutes of the podcast. So, you know, it was either that or make Joe kind of sound a little bit like a cyborg. But honestly, I feel like I did a pretty good job. So I'm patting myself on the back here. Um, so, yeah, there it's, it's, like, so intimate. I'm just talking to you guys alone. And Joe isn't here. It's so weird. Anyways, um, let's get back to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, hopefully, Joe's end of the audio isn't too bad. But I feel like I did a de- half-decent job, at least, trying to make it... Um, as bearable as possible. So let's resume on with our regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so we took a little bit of a break because the drilling got really loud and it was, uh, I couldn't even hear my brain and I have enough trouble trying to hear my brain already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the anxiety plus the the drilling was not a was not a good mix. And so, Honey, I was reaching for the crackers and honey. Oh, honey. I was about to have one of those anxiety attacks. Is that a specific, is that a trigger for you? I don't know your life. Well, you remember I had that one really bad anxiety attack once and I thought the world was going to end and all I wanted to do was eat crackers with honey on them. And I sat on the bathroom floor. Yeah. Anywho, what we were talking about before all of this happened, uh, we were trying to talk about the the government shutdown. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was saying that in Arkansas, like like the shutdowns happened. I can remember like maybe a couple of government shutdowns in my life, but they've never like really affected me in the mm-hmm. sense of like my parents, you know, weren't don't work for the government. So they still worked and, you know, stuff like that, that the yeah. institutions around me didn't shut down. Like all of our friends are out of jobs right now. Oh, shit. Because um, like everyone in D.C., not everybody, but a lot of people either work for the government or they're just like contracted by the government. Right, exactly. So there are like so many people uh, that I like know who don't have jobs right now. That's so it's shitty. It's weird. And like the city is kind of like, like I go to the grocery store in the middle of the day and there's like a lot of people there because nobody's working. Nobody's at work. And I'm like, this is my time. This is you my know? time. I'll load the grocery store, go back to work. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I feel bad because there's like, I know people who are on like disability who aren't going to get their disability checks. 
Like, I, I know some people that are, like, waiting on tax returns and the IRS is shut down. Like, it's not good. Like, the national parks are getting trashed because, like, they're, it's not staffed by anyone. So it's like a fucking wild, wild west in the national parks and people are just throwing their trash everywhere. So that's world. shitty. West world, honey. It's worst world. Yeah, no, it's not a good situation. And it fucking sucks. And it, I think right now it's the second longest government shutdown that's ever happened ever. So I'm sure it's going to be number one in a while because I don't see it stopping anytime soon, which is great. Yeah, let's fuck everything up. Love it. The thing um, that pisses me off about government shutdowns is I feel like they stop paying the wrong people. Yeah, like exactly. The, Congress, your, your Congress people are still getting paid. Yeah. Like, I feel like they should. Same with healthcare too. I think when you're trying to change the healthcare laws, like they have an office of attending physician that they get to go to for like free. Not yeah. only do they have government uh, health care, like a great government health care plan, but they also have a physician who sees them like anytime, day or night and usually doesn't charge them. And yeah. it's like, of course, nothing's going to get changed. Nothing's the problem in their mind. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, of course, this shutdown's not getting resolved. Everyone is still rich. They're still taking money from the fucking corporations that, you know, pay them to vote a specific way in Congress. And it's just like the whole thing is fuck from ground up. Oh, you yeah. Know? Honey. Oh, honey. Yeah. Mm hmm. I could go on and on, but, you know. Well, hopefully it gets resolved soon because 800,000 federal employees uh, need to get paid to, like, support themselves and their families. So, like, you know, that's a thing. And, like, TSA ain't getting paid right now either. Right, exactly. Like, I'm supposed to go to Portland. Like, I'm visiting my sister in Portland in, like, a week. And I'm like, uh, how's TSA going to react to this? Like, are there going to be TSA agents in the two airports that I'm going in and out of? Like, what's going to happen there? I don't know. Yeah, there was an article about them getting, like, really frustrated. And it's like, they still are working, even though they're not getting paid. Because the money's, like, promised to them afterward. But I can't imagine... Having to fucking work and not getting to bring home that paycheck. You know? Well, that's the thing. It's like I live paycheck to paycheck because I'm poor. And so, like, I can't imagine, like, missing a paycheck. Like, I can't pay my rent if I if you, I don't have a paycheck every month. Like, come on. And I'll, yeah. I'm sure a lot of other people are that way, too. Like, they don't have, like, a savings account. Like, they were not prepared for this. And so, you know, it, it's fucked up. It sucks. You know what else is fucked up? Uh, drag race. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, these are a few of our favorites. Do you want to know what all I wrote this week? Sure. Okay. Hey, this is just a paragraph that I wrote mm. while I was watching it. As mm. usual, that's what all of my I just I imagine are. that you have like you're at your oak desk and you yeah, lit by candlelight what? with your ink pen and you're like, I'm going to scribe my thoughts about RuPaul's <laughs> drag race. I I have Google Keep up in on one screen and I have the show up on the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how that I makes do sense. It. Okay. So here's what I wrote. After hearing Trinity Trinity and Valentina lecture Manila, I wish she'd sent Valentina home. Also, Valentina's workroom entrances are over. I'm done with them. Uh, next line says, there are no rules for who you can send home. I keep forgetting Naomi exists. Monique's improv voice is even worse than her speaking voice. She just screams and thinks it's funny. Just because you scream doesn't make it funny. Manila was hilarious. The barking was perfect. Latrice is supposed to be a comedy queen, and she hasn't shown that at all, aside from the reading challenge. That cake fight was the most predictable thing in All Stars 4, and that's saying something... And I capitalize something. Uh, Trinity is bad too. Valentina is bad. They are literally using garage band sound effects. How boring for it to end in a fight. That was my review of their improv scene. Okay. 
for Valentine is judging what they basically said to her. This is I'm going off my script a little bit. Mm-hmm. They basically said, congratulations on not being as boring as you usually are. <laughs> And I was like, how is this? And then they like commended her for it. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't commend someone for not being, for being shitty, just not as shitty as they used to be. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And then I wrote, Valentina went off after the judging and she needs to step the fuck down. I'm tired of Trinity's conspiracy theories. Just because you see it like it is, doesn't mean you got to say it like it is. That's all I wrote. Okay. Those were my fragmented thoughts on episode three or four. This is episode four. Oh, my God. Um, And we have uh, a few more episodes to go. We're not even halfway yet. Did you think Latrice should leave? So here's the situation. So, like, Uh Latrice has a record. Like, Latrice in the... Criminal one, honey. Honey, she does have a criminal record. Honey. But Latrice has had a, a track record in the past of just, like, being a very, like, congenial kind queen who like turns looks etc she's she's drag race she's royalty essentially in the drag race fandom and latrice can do no wrong essentially however in this competition she has not done well i don't anything. think that she's, she hasn't she, done anything <laughs> well that, that that's the thing it's like she it's it's not like that she's done bad or good she just hasn't done anything you're absolutely right and so in this situation where it's like okay like are you gonna send home you you know this very congenial queen or are you gonna fucking send valentina home um you know obviously <sighs> well it was her or monet Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was M- Monet, not. See, I can't Valentina even Valentina was, like, safe or whatever for whatever fucking reason. Maybe I thought that Valentina should have been on the bottom. Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. I don't know. Um. Oh, oh, it's oh, back. Oh, honey. <laughs> now they're uh, shouting as well. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a blip. We're going to make it through. It's we're going to make it through. Um. I, I, did, I just didn't think that. I don't know. I think sending Latrice home was the correct move. I felt like that it was it was fine. I, I, I felt like that during the challenge, I felt like that Monet did more. I feel like that she's been doing better and Latrice really hasn't done anything. And but it's also like, like you said, there's no rules. You know, if if Manila would have won, she would have kept um, Latrice around because Latrice is her best friend. And that's that on that. Like there's alliances, there's friendships like it's it's drama. And I just so, hate like, how Trinity's trying to tell them that there's a right and a wrong way to choose who goes home. And it's right, like, exactly. there's, not, that there's no rule book right now mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. You need to get that out of your head. Just because you think it's right doesn't mean it's right. You know? Right. And I definitely thought Latrice deserved to go home this week based on performance. Right, exactly. But Manila can send home whoever the fuck she wants, and Trinity can sit the fuck down or else win a challenge if she wants well, to. Well, here's here's send the thing last home. week, so like like Trinity is reading Manila for like wanting to keep Latrice because Latrice and Manila are friends. Meanwhile, last week um, Trinity and Manila were in the top two and Trinity was it basically was like, I want to keep Valentina around because Valentina's my friend and I'm going to send yeah. Gia home. So it's like, bitch, pot calling the kettle black here. Like, you can't say one thing and then completely, you know, do another. Like, you are friends with Valentina. You kept her. You didn't keep Valentina around because she's a fierce competitor. You kept Valentina around because you're friends with Valentina. Like, don't get all high and mighty with that. Also, you I mean, you kept Valentina around because you wanted to send Gia home also. But you're friends with Valentina. Like, that had something to do with it. So that, you know, it, that reflects in the same way that Manila and Latrice are friends. And also, there's no rules. 
So like no rules, honey. Stop trying to dictate what other queens are doing when I you did just, think I don't know. Latrice's whole like spiel of being royalty and stuff like that, and that's was her reason that she deserved to stay. I just mm-hmm. don't feel I didn't feel like that meant anything. No, me either. I felt like that's felt, a, that was a I bad just, excuse. Yeah, I thought it was just bad. And the fact that she didn't know that she did so bad, like when Manila was talking to her right? afterward. Yeah, was that was like, weird. How? Right. I was yeah. like, you're supposed to be about comedy. Like mm-hmm. when I saw her at the haters roast, she was one of my favorites. But, you know, those were jokes that were written out or whatever. Like, right, exactly. Not saying that she can't do improv or something, but I haven't seen that she's able to do improv, mm-hmm. you know, in this or the snatch game. So I don't well, know. Maybe maybe she just maybe she just didn't think that she was in the bottom because she just like thought that it was expected that she was just kind of gonna get carried around. Because she's, you know, because she has this brilliant track record and she really didn't have to work. Because that's the thing is, like, I didn't see her working nearly as hard as all the other queens in this competition. Like, I didn't feel like Latrice was doing much. She was kind of in the background. Yeah. And so she wasn't standing out. And and the reason why she went home is because she wasn't standing out. She, I felt like she wasn't working hard enough. This is not RuPaul's rely on your laurels race. Ooh, girl. You're right. Is that the word I'm looking for? Laurel? I, th- I think mean, so. like achievements? Yeah. Achievements? Achievements. It's cheese of the week. Cheddar. It Cheddar. <laughs> cheddar. Uh, Ding. Well, um, Monique Hart got that cheddar this week because she won the lip sync and she sent Latrice home. Um, you know what? What? I, d- I don't like Monique Hart still. I don't. Uh, I can't. Know. And I, I, I don't. I tried to watch Review with the Jew with Miss Cracker. Mm-hmm. And Monique was on it. And let me tell you, I didn't watch it. <laughs> let me tell you, I just watched a preview of it and I was like, I'm not watching this one. So if you if you were Monique Hart in that situation and you had to send home either Latrice or Monet, who would you have sent home? And what were your reasons? Myself. <laughs> Myself, I so I didn't have to... to be in this goddamn competition <laughs> anymore. I would have. Who was it? It was... um. Who did send herself home her season? Ben. Who should have won? Ben. Was Ben in the one with Ch- Shangela and them, or was it the All-Stars before that? Yeah, no, she was in the one with Shangela. And, uh, See, Shangela, Shangela should have won out of who'd stayed, but Ben should have won, and then Shangela. I don't even and know if Trixie, Trixie. should have been contending. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. I hate everything. Um, well, there you go. Latrice is gone. Um, I lo- I thought the lip sync song was good. I felt like that Monique won the lip sync against Manila. I don't. I felt like that that was valid. Um, yeah, that was a. I don't know what Manila was thinking, both with her lip sync and her outfit. Right. Um. I think she thought she was Tina Turner, but it was a. Mess. She was not Tina it Turner. Was a mess. And then Elton John was there in a screen for like four seconds. I don't think he's ever seen the show. He totally said it like wrong. Oh yeah, exactly. He's absolutely like the don't not fuck it up. He said it like you know. I don't know, like someone who had never heard RuPaul say it, you know? Absolutely. Well, um, next week, the episode is Roast in Peace, and it's a it's the, it's a roast. So hopefully that'll be fun. And uh, they're roasting Lady Bunny, which should be fun. I don't think Lady Bunny's been on like any Drag Race episode that wasn't Drag You, which is we don't talk about Drag You. But I don't think she's been on a on an actual Drag Race episode ever. So that's that'll be fun to see Lady Bunny. And hopefully uh, there's some funny jokes, but we'll see what happens. I don't so know. The, I don't have much. Uh, I don't, don't have, have a lot of faith. Else. Who do you want to win now? Do you, are you still Manila? Oh, God. <laughs> are you, I don't like, even, did you just throw up? Uh, yes, a little bit. Mm, mm. I don't know who I want to win, honestly. I, do, I don't uh, like Trinity's attitude. I don't like anything about Valentina. 
I think they're probably two of the strongest. Monique makes me want to hit my head against a wall until my brain crushes Stunning. out of it. Um, and if I have to hear her say gooped one gooped. more time. America. America. Uh. <laughs> I can't. I actually cannot. Manila, I still don't. She's winning challenges, but I don't think she's up to par with the other girls. Right. She's, her looks never look as up to par. Oh, honey. It's okay. We're almost done. We can do this. You want you want to know my not favorite thing this week is? <laughs> this fucking sound out here that sounds like a vibrator turned on 200 and shoved in your ear hole. Okay, honey? Oh, honey. I love that. Honey. Well, let's That's move on to twist. our favorite thing so we can wrap this shit up before they saw you in half. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ooh, the Lord is testing me today, honey. What is your favorite thing besides the saw? So, I've got a couple. Uh, the first one, Nintendo Fitness Boxing. Oh, is, is that out? Is that a thing? It came finally? out January 4th. Um, I've done it twice already. It's been like part of my New Year's resolution to like get up and like move my body. Mm-hmm. And I love it. You box. It's fitness oh. boxing. It's aerobics boxing. Is it like, it's not like part of Labo, is it? No, 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 no. You use one of the Joy-Cons in each hand. And oh, okay. use them, you know, to box so it knows your punches. You can change your instructor. My instructor is, my instructor is Evan. Ooh, he sounds hot. You can unlock outfits for them. I'm hoping they have a shirtless Evan. Ooh. Yeah, Evan is, uh, Evan's hot. <laughs> and, um... I mean, the songs are all like at least a decade old. Like there's a, I don't know. Is there a Black Eyed Peas song in it or something? And it's like, uh, call me maybe, you know, session. Mm-hmm. Love but that. But it, it feels really good to do. Like I actually, my muscles were hurting, but like in a good way. Mm. Yeah. Like in a, hey, I did something. Hey, to I actually stay alive. today. Yeah. Anyway, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, out of out of 223 anyway. episodes, you're bound to get a few that are what fucking the, messes. That's true. That's true. Uh, oh, my God. It's coming from two different locations now. <laughs> There's one underneath me and one on the side. Okay? I'm getting fucked from all angles in this apartment. <laughs> okay? And not, okay, hurry not having any fun of it. Hurry it okay, up, Joe. Hurry it up. My second favorite thing is a Netflix show called Dairy Girls. Uh it's about uh, some teenage girls growing up in Northern Ireland during the Troubles, which was like, I guess, I don't know much about Ireland, Northern Ireland and its history, but it's the whole like, you know, Protestant, Catholic. There's a there's a whole bunch of different layers to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a comedy and it's hilarious. And um, okay, watch it. Yeah, yeah, Piggy. He's pissed too. We're oh, all pissed God. over here. Good, good favorite thing. My favorite thing this week is the Mister Rogers documentary. Oh I my God, we've it. been meaning to watch it. It's so good. I cried, and I do not cry for things very often when it comes to media. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super, super good. I like. Obviously, I was you know at the tail end of Mister Rogers. Um. Like when I was watching Mr. Rogers, like he stopped doing Mr. Rogers in like the late nineties or something like I that. Mean, his name was Mr. Rogers. He never stopped doing Mr. Rogers. I mean, the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Excuse mm, me. Okay. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I definitely, I, Mr. Rogers was the thing that I watched when I stayed home from school when I was sick. Like, I always watched Mr. Rogers. And so I am the familiar with Mr. Rogers, but like, I wasn't, you know, obviously watching Mr. Rogers with like, with a bunch of new episodes were happening or whatever, because I'm too young for that sort of shit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And um, I think it just came out on Blu-ray and stuff. It was in theaters for a while. But um, I totally, totally recommend it if you want, you know, to hear the life and times of the man behind Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I feel like it'd be a good um, a good thing to watch. I think I'm going to have my parents watch it because they really enjoyed Mr. Rogers when they were growing up, too. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's called Won't You Be My Neighbor. You can check it out. I don't think it's on Netflix or anything, but you could probably get it off of Amazon or something. I don't know. But if you get your grubby little paws on it, I totally recommend it because it's very sweet and um, very wholesome. It's very wholesome and heartwarming and good for your soul. So Aww. highly recommend. I've actually been avoiding it because like I know I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah. I fucking cried. Like it was it was a lot. But it was good. It was a good cry. Sometimes you need a good cry, you know? Oh, honey. I am at that right now. <laughs> Joe honey. is about to cry. Piggy's getting restless, and we got the noise. Honey, it's just, it's a fussy day for a gay at home dad, honey. You know, sometimes honey. I just, I hope that you have your your crackers and honey ready to go, um, and your bathroom floor is calling you by your name. So. I am going to go cry on the bathroom floor and guzzle crackers and honey <laughs> as soon as we're done here. Okay, honey? Well, I don't have anything else to talk about, so we could probably wrap it up. Good favorite things. It's ironic that we postponed this for noise and... And then it just fucking happens to us every time. I think I know. I think someone out there didn't want this podcast to happen this week, honey. You know, you're absolutely right. I don't even. I know. think someone out there wants never wants this podcast to happen any week. Well, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully they just keep sawing away every week when we do this. Hopefully, not our patrons. Which, speaking of, thank you so much uh, for being our Patreon patrons. We always say we love you. I'm, I'm doing the outro to like the fucking. I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Uh, you can send us questions. Sam lets us, you know how in the outro. We love you and patrons. And there'll be a bonus episode next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.